everyone, it is Sam here, ready to welcome you all back to this brand new, jam-packed, fun-filled episode of Face for Radio. I feel absolutely fantastic that you decided to join us here again. And I also feel fantastic to let you know that this episode is brought to you by our new sponsor, Clarks. Fun fact, did you know Clark's story began almost 200 years ago now when Cyrus and James Clark made a slipper from sheepskin? At the time it was groundbreaking as you can imagine, but a combination of invention and craftsmanship has remained at the heart of what Clark's does ever since. From the very beginning, Clark's has always thought differently, brilliant ideas are just what set them apart. We here at Face for Radio are teaming up with them this week and Podgo to bring you up to 30% off select items, including the iconic Clark's Desert Boot, by going to podgo.co slash Clark's. That's podgo.co slash Clark's. I hope you enjoy the episode. Hello everyone and welcome back to our next episode of Face for Radio just for today. My name is Sam Brown and I am joined today by a man who is just full of excuses. It's Ruben Austin, everyone. I mean, it's not my fault. I, I didn't think of a way to deal with this introduction. Um, it's I just didn't I, didn't, I didn't, I didn't consider that this was going to go this way. And, um, you know, I was uh, I was busy trying to make food and I'm, I'm so sorry, guys. Uh, I'm sorry. It's not good enough! No, Dad. And I'm also joined by another guy. He's got 16 lists, and I guarantee you, yes, you, are on at least one of them. It's Scott Copeland. What's happening? What's on the list, Scott? Um, you. <laughs> oh, my God. But what list, I wonder? Mm. How many lists am I on? Um, guys. Yeah. Yes? What did you think about my, like, more straightforward, slightly more aggressive approach to the intro? It was speedy. I quite liked it. It was, I watch um, Dimension 20, which is like a group of Dungeons & Dragons players a lot. Yeah. And um, they are... Uh, their dungeon master he has gotten progressively quicker over the past few weeks um with his introduction so it's gone from hello uh welcome to uh dimension 20 i'm your humble dungeon master brennan mulligan and these are our intrepid heroes say hi intrepid heroes and it's just sped up gradually over over the weeks well that's good to know it just gave me that kind of vibe you know what i mean yep well i'm just mixing it up you know giving the audience something fresh yeah we love to see it anyway how have you been lads good yeah, I've been all right. Have you been? Not bad. Oh, I've been all right. You know, I've been uh, watching a bit of The Office. <laughs> I'll, t- I'll tell you what, mate. Consistency is key in your life. <laughs> all right, boys. If we really tried, how close do you reckon we could get this episode to being exactly the same as the last one? <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's pretty much confirmed. I mean, I, I, actually, lads, I've, I've, got, um, I've got something serious to say. Halt the laughter. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm 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 not in a great place at the moment. You know, um, Rainford's a bit happening. <laughs> there we go. All oh, right, I say <laughs> Okay, great. S- Scott, save the jokes for when you're supposed to tell them. Okay, we stick to the script in this show. I mean, I, I'm just, just going to say this now. I guarantee Sam wants to cut that out, but he really can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not happening. Cutting it out would just be a disservice to me. Don't tell me what I can and can't do, Scott. In fact... I'm fired. I've got an amazing joke about all the other editors. So the second editor we send it to is called... Speaking of jokes, I think it's it's probably about time to hear Ruben's extensively long bad joke or dad joke. Bad joke or dad joke. Yeah, okay, I've got I've got two options of jokes that are related to um 
like desert islands. You know what I mean? I I, I blacked out on like the theme, then I was like, "What's the <laughs> desert islands?" I've got it. It's on the screen in front of me. Um, so, guys, I've got three different jokes about phobias, but I don't know which one you really <laughs> want to hear. <laughs> yeah, I've got two, and they're both really long. Would you like the um the one with the nerdier punchline, or the just stupider punchline? Which one am I most likely to understand? That is a good question. Okay, so there's a red man. Okay. Um, and he lives in a he lives in a very red world. So he wakes up in his red bed, and he uh, gets out, and he puts on his red slippers and his red dressing gown. And uh, he goes downstairs and makes some makes some red breakfast, and he eats his red breakfast. And he goes upstairs and he brushes his red teeth with a red toothbrush and red toothpaste. Yeah. Yep. And uh, gets into the uh, takes off his red dressing gown and then gets into the red shower and stands under the red water and washes his red hair with red shampoo. Yeah. And uh, then he puts on his red clothes after drying himself with a red towel, of course. Of course. And um, he goes down his red stairs and he opens up his red door and he heads out into the red street and he gets in his uh, gets in his red car and he starts driving off down the red roads. Out of the red city. Is this about an island? Bear with. Um, okay. And uh, he uh, drives away from the red city until he um, he gets to the red motorway. And he's driving on the red motorway until he gets close to the coast, and um, he goes to the uh, to this red beach. Wait. So can I just clarify that this man not only has changed his whole house and life to be red, but he's also changed civilization so that the motorway becomes red. The entire civilization is, regardless, red. Um, okay. Just imagine everything's red. Is the, yeah. is the idea. Um, and uh, so he, get, he gets to this red beach and uh, over on the Red Sea, he sees this little red boat. And so he gets into the little red boat, sort of uh, undoes the red rigging, and he sails away across the red ocean until he reaches a red desert island. Um, and so he, uh, and he sort of, what's the word? It's not it's not parks, is it? You don't park a boat. He moors, he moors up and um, gets to the red desert island and he moors up his red boat and he uh, walks across the new red beach on this island. And he sees two big red palm trees with a little red hammock in between. So the red man gets onto the red hammock and he falls asleep. And he has very red dreams, I guess. And um, then he wakes up and he looks around. And there's something different about the red beach. And he realises that his red boat's missing. And he goes, ah, no, I've been marooned. Oh, I get it. Scott gets it. I win. Been marooned? I mean, maroon isn't red. Yeah, marooned because he's red. But maroon isn't red. Don't make me tell the other one. And also, Ruben, technically, marooning isn't your stranded. Marooning is an optional choice that you've made. Okay, fine. There's an island with three kingdoms on it. It's too late. It's too late. Yeah, it's a, da- it's a joke. bad joke. Horrible joke. If that was an option. It's just not very... It, it's just not very good. I really like that joke, and that's what matters to me. So, you know. I really thought it was going to go in a different direction into a joke that I really like. That's, that's the idea. You know, I was I was waiting for the don't don't cross the road while the red man's flashing line. I mean, yeah, that is that is a class joke, to be fair. Yeah. I'd tell it now, but that's kind of giving it away, hasn't it? But anyway, I, I, I guess we're going to have to move on. What a disappointing start to the episode. Sorry, guys. It's just killed the mood, hasn't it? We may, we may, we may, we may, we may as well start again. Yeah, we may as well just stop the, stop the recording. Can we start again? I'll tell me other jokes. No, no, no. Practical items is our next category, boys. Lots. What are we going with in terms of practicality? There's a lot of things to choose from. There's a lot of things that you need while you're there. I'm guessing that Ruben failed to recognise the word practical and has probably gone with something leisurely for him and Lynn. No, no, no. This is I've, I've, I've gone practical for this one. Okay. Okay. Can we guess? Sure. Have you taken a grand piano? <laughs> 
Have you taken your laptop? Your sign negative from Burr Grills? I was between my laptop and something else because a laptop is a very practical item. And if I, if I had a way of charging it, otherwise, you know, it'd be a bit bit of a yes. dead weight. But um... I mean, the practical item could have been a solar panel. Ooh, yeah, that would have been good. I've gone for something else, though. Yes, but what would it have charged up? The laptop, which is his personal sentimental item. True. But spoilers. 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 It's not. You might as well just keep that for next week, then. <laughs> yeah, I'll see if it's fine. No, yeah, it's not, it's, it's not a grand piano. Should we ask you questions, Ruben? Yeah, you can ask me questions if you want. Let's, let's do this. Is it a tool? Yes. Is it Burr Grylls? <laughs> yeah, I am literally going to say that. You beat me to that by like half a second. <laughs> no. It was a funny joke, though, wasn't it? Like, Dad joke. That's how you do it, Ruben. <laughs> Does it have a sharp edge? It, yes. Is it a machete? No. Is it a pen knife? No. Is it a plastic knife and fork? No. Is the blade part of it or the majority of it? Yeah. Is it a switchblade? It's not a switchblade. Is it a Swiss army knife? It's a Swiss army knife. Oh, well, that's what I meant by pen knife. But you didn't say it. Did you yeah, say? so you've got to get in there, Sam. You've got to get. You've got to get to terms of the the, te- the terminology. As, as Scott well knows, you've got to get in there. Yeah. No, but what what would you say is the dif- what's the difference between a Swiss Army knife and a pen knife? They're the same thing. A, a pen knife is just a knife. A Swiss Army knife has all the other tools on it. Mine's actually in this room somewhere. Oh well, I didn't know that. I meant the the one with all the things in it. That's why I was asking if the blade was part of it. Well, that's what you get for not being a scout, Sam. Well. You know. Yeah, but also Sam, a blade is part. Of, a blade is part of a fork. I was too busy. I was too busy. You know, doing sport to be a scout. Sounds pretty lame to me. Wait, what do you mean a blade is part of a fork? Well, I, I, I meant to say knife, but fork came out first. Well, there's egg on your face, Scott Copeland. Because again, we just sort of went. I feel like we go past things that Scott says too quickly, and I'd like no, to analyze them more in the future. Because the more we analyze them, the worse they get. The more attention you give me, the 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 more stupid I get. The worse you get. That's true. Yeah. And the more popular I come. <laughs> Swiss Army knife, classic, classic item. It is a classic item. I've actually I've put in my notes. I've put Swiss Army knife and a little winky face. Yeah, because it's that much of a classic item. I got a cool new thing for my birthday, which I am holding right now. It's like it is. Is what is what is the company that makes Swiss Army knives? Is it Victorinox? I was going to say the Swiss, but probably not. Uh, no, there's there's two like main Swiss Army knife companies. There's um, Venga and is it not Victorinox? I'm sure it is. Yeah, I think it might be Victorinox. Now you say it. Well, I've got you know the you know the credit card tools. Yeah, those swanky little credit card things with loads of tools in it. I got one of them for my birthday. I'm holding it right now. It's pretty cool. Oh, very nice. It's got knives. It's got scissors, screwdrivers, a torch, a magnifying glass, some tweezers. And then there's just a pin, like a single pin, like a sewing pin. What's that for? Well, you never know. You might, you might need to sew something up. Yeah, if I want to do some sewing. What else is it for? What? You say, for, Sam, if you were if you were ever in the Scouts, you would know this. That's true, I guess. This is the information that you get when you're um, a Scout. I guess I'm not worthy of, of this tool. My Swiss Army knife is somewhere in this room, but I think I have memorised everything that's on it anyway. <laughs> I'm just going to say it now. When Ruben said Wenger, I instantly thought, the Wenger bus is gone. Yes. I was just going to say there, Ruben, do you have like a, a swanky, catchy tune to remember what tools are in your Swiss Army knife? I mean, I didn't before now. <laughs> Well, I'm disappointed, I must say. Well, you've got a melodica. And you also have the next five minutes while we discuss Scott's item. And you also have Lin-Manuel Miranda with you. You do, that's true. I may be slightly quieter during this bit, and also, sorry, the bed's about to creak when I get off it. Wow, that was really creaky. Yeah, 
Um, Scott, what is your item? Like, are you are you asking questions, or am I just coming straight out with it? Well, is it something really basic? Uh, I, I'd 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 say so. You're basic. You're basic. I'm, I'm a basic happening. Scott is a basic happening. You heard it here first. <laughs> That's the episode title. <laughs> it isn't. Scott, does it have a sharp edge? No, it doesn't. Uh, is it a tool? It can be. Is it bare grills? <laughs> Classic. <laughs> Every time. I mean, I'm, I mean, it can be used for multiple purposes. Yeah, bare grills. It, it just depends on what purposes you're thinking of. Is it made of metal components? To my knowledge, no. It's not metal. No. To your knowledge. Yeah, which is limited at the best of times. I mean, yeah. How how much do you know about this item that you're taking to a desert island, Scott? I can spell it. Does that scratch magnifying glass off the list? <laughs> I mean, yeah, to be honest. I mean, I think I think everybody has got one of these in their house. Or at least in their garage. A car! A car! Oh, yeah. Uh, an- another thing I can't use. Cheers, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for reminding me. Everyone has one in their garage. A ladder? Hammer. Nope. And nope. Is it something to make fire? Uh, but I'm sure if you can if you can set it alight, it probably could work. But it's not its main usage. Right. Okay. So it's something wooden. No. Is it something plastic? I think so. Right. So you can't set it on fire realistically. Then you could give it a go. Oh, good. He <laughs> could give it the old college try. I wouldn't say it's pure plastic, but it's got certain components attached to it. I think plastic in the garage. Scott, give us a clue. It's a bit sticky. PVA glue. No. WD forty. I don't know what that is. Huh. <laughs> it's a bit. Is it a stick? No, but dad joke. I love that you. I love that you two are just as confused as I am. <laughs> Scott, is it a plastic? <laughs> Again, dad joke. Scott, have you? Scott, have you not selected an item? <laughs> I've, I've got an item. I just can't describe it. <laughs> without... Is it a skipping rope? Nope. Ah, I'm running out of things that are plastic that you'd keep in a garage. What would you do with it on the island that would make it so useful? You could keep things together. Sellotape. Close. Like duct tape. Correct. Ah. Okay. Gaffer is always useful. Yeah, but because it is slightly plastic, but it isn't plastic. If Stephen Fry really does try and get away without you in the helicopter. Yeah. I, I will hold him hostage. <laughs> Remember that time that Scott held Stephen Fry hostage on a desert island? Classic Scott. Classic. I mean, I mean, let's be honest. That will be the next Scotty or Notty to come on to come on the podcast. I once held Stephen Fry hostage. But yeah, I'll take, take you some duct tape. You know what? I think that's a bit of an out of the box item that you thought of there, Scott. But well, well, the mentality behind it is. I'm pretty sure that if you're going through a rainforest, you'll find some loose branches and loose like loose things around that will need stuff to make a shelter. So if I use duct tape, I can keep it all together. That's my mentality. I think the one negative thing about duct tape would be that eventually you are going to run out. It's not a renewable. I'll have it a never end, a never ending roll of duct tape. Will do. That, yes, that I classic mean, practical item. Yes, the thing you can commonly buy in stores across the UK. I'm pretty mate, mate. Go, go, Argos. It'll be the factually incorrect. It will be the when I invent it. Okay. <laughs> well, get back to us when you do, please. I will do. I will also get back to you when I'm able to hover and levitate like a balloon. I mean. Yeah, Scott can't do that. <laughs> yeah. I tried to be creative with this one and everything I thought of, I just thought, that really sucks. What for item? Yeah, I mean, you can guess what I've written if you want. 
But it... I mean, you, you said you said knife, didn't you? Or was that Ruben? Ruben said uh, Swiss Army knife. Oh, so this is your go then. This is your practical item. Yeah. As you can tell, I'm really paying attention at the moment. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is it a board game? Ooh, close. Oh, is it a card game? Let's just say it could be used for games if you really wanted it to be used for games. Is it a beer bottle? No. Is it a pack of cards? No. I, I love how Sam said it could be used as a game, and then you just went for pack like 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 a pack of cards is not often used for a game. Is it a tool? Uh, yes. Is it Burr Grills? <laughs> three for three. Beat me, Terry Scott. We did it, boys. Three for three. So it's a tool, yeah. It is. Yeah. Is it salad tape? No, that's not a tool. Is it glue? No, also not a tool. Is it a bottle of hooch? Also not a tool. A hooch. Is it Reuben Austin? No. Is it a copy of the hit novel Sharing with Dad? That would be more of a sentimental item. <laughs> I don't know is the answer, Sam. Uh, all I have written down is big sharp knife. <laughs> well, that was, that, that was anticlimactic, wasn't it? <laughs> I did tell you. The first thing I said was that it, it just sucks. It's just what everyone would say if they were given 10 seconds to think about it. So not even a specific <laughs> knife, not a kitchen knife, not a pen knife, not a switch Well, I blade. was thinking like just a maybe massive... somewhere between a machete and like a kitchen knife. So a tomahawk? No, that's that's more of an axe. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Okay, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not good with tools. <laughs> Sorry, you're in. You're in D and D land now. Everything's an improvised item. So seriously, of all things you could have chosen as a practical item, you chose a massive knife. A big knife. That's a pretty practical item. Yeah, like a machete is like the most practical item you could have on a desert island. Yeah, I guess it can also be used for games if you wanted to. How could you use it for games? Um, chicken. What's chicken? Throw it in the air. Whoever runs away at last wins. So it's process of elimination, is it then? Is what you're describing. You could play um, Tropical Fruit Ninja. You could. I played Fruit Ninja with like an actual knife once. It was very um, unsuccessful. It was very much not. It was not a good idea. Um, I didn't use the knife. To be fair, I was throwing the fruit. Have you been able to use your hand against it? Uh, yes, that's not the time I got a scar from Scouts. Well, you can't cut fruit with tinfoil, but you can cut Reuben. Yep. <laughs> Lesson learned. That is what you learn in Scouts. <laughs> That's what you learn in Scouts. There you go. I mean, practical items-wise, there's only so much you can you can go. There's only so far you can go, isn't there? Yeah, I think, well... Like, yeah, that's true. I'm just going to say now, the research I did, I got... There was a clear common answer. Well, it's a common answer, but it's also a very, very stupid answer, in my opinion. Any idea what it is? Is it a raft? That never came up, surprisingly. That was my first thought, and then I was like, nah, because I'm not trying to get off the island. Also, it's going to be important for later on. I did also imagine eventually being able to leave the island, just so that we're aware. So you've enjoyed your holiday resort, have you, for a, for a little bit? Good luck leaving the island without Bear. Yeah. Yeah, me, me and Lynn have been on holiday for a bit, and then we're going to come back. Well, any idea what that, what that common answer was? Was it something like a knife? No, it's it's something that on the surface seems like a good idea. But in reality, it's just not very good. Was it something like a lighter or? We all have. We all own one. A car. A car. Oh yeah, really? It, it, it was. It was a Ferrari. Yeah. No, it wasn't a Ferrari. <laughs> Imagine that. Mobile phone was the common answer. Yeah, but there's no service on desert islands. Everyone knows that. There's no service, and you wouldn't be able to plug it in. That's why it is a stupid answer. <laughs> oh wow! Scott called you all out. All thirty of you. Uh, no, trust me. I've had. I've got. I've got worse answers here. All right. Uh, one somebody. Somebody who will remain nameless said a grand piano. 
genuinely a grand piano like like that would survive okay. like that would survive the crash well, <laughs> it's not really a practical item is it I, I guess if you had a grand piano you could maybe take like the the wires from inside and use them to tie things together and use the wood to burn but you know decimation of a grand piano is not something that we support on this podcast somebody also said i would take a giant crate of raymond noodles ramen noodles i was gonna ask who raymond was and why they wanted his noodles so bad oh i should have let you i should have let you say that (laughs) yeah i wish you had to be honest it would have been funny and also somebody decided to take a speaker again with nothing to plug it into (laughs) but yeah they were the they were the token funny answers of that Somebody also decided to take a lamp. Again, nothing to plug it into. <laughs> right, there, there, this is where we start having problems, guys. A lamp. Yeah. Somebody also decided to take a full toolkit. Uh, cheating a little. Yeah. Yeah, that is that's cheating. I, I wasn't happy with that because you 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 just know that when you ask the genie for a, for a toolkit, he's going to bring you the box and nothing else. Yeah, although that wouldn't be a toolkit. Somebody also decided to take uh, a hula hoop. Any reason? Nope. They just said they liked hula hooping. <laughs> well, guys, come on, grasp the word practical, please. Yeah. Best one I've got was dry shampoo. I can see that. If you have scalp problems... Yep, I can see that, to be honest. that what... <laughs> Oh, yeah, if we're talking that kind of thing, then I'd bring my huge array of skin creams for all the skin conditions I have. I would probably... Yeah, I would bring me moisturiser, if, if it's meant to be about looks. Moisturise me. All right, all right, Lady Cassandra O'Brien. If we take the word practical from his dictionary definition of of or concerned with the actual doing or use of something rather than with theory and ideas, pretty much everything is a practical item. Because you're doing the thing with it. Ergo, hula hoop, practical item. But okay, yeah. But if you're going to use that mentality, like, I've got a bed in my room, but I'm not using it currently. So does that make it mean it isn't practical now? So I'm not using it. It's still concerned with the actual doing of something, which is sleeping. Yeah, but I'm not sleeping currently. At least I don't think I am. Well, yeah, but that doesn't mean that you can't sleep on it. I wouldn't constantly be using the Swiss Army knife, just going around like picking stones out of horses' hooves all the time. No, but in the context of this episode. It's not practical to survive a desert island to choose a hula hoop. Nah, not at all. Like, no offence. Unless you unless you are using it to catch something, like an animal, to eat. You could put a net, a net around it and use it as a big fishing net. You could, yes. If you chose a net for your practical item. <laughs> which nobody did. In which case, you wouldn't need a hula hoop. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I think we should do your sentimental items now, because they kind of pair up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, like, a special item that you'd have with you, more sentimental than practical. Uh, who wants to go? Should I go? Go on, then. You go. Yeah, go on. I'm the pretty life. boring this episode, boys. I don't know what to say. I thought about this one for ages. This one was something that I just had no idea what I would take. Can I Can I ask, is it sentimental, so is it me and Ruben? No. Then go away. <laughs> you two would be long forgotten. I think... I don't know. I, I was thinking for ages, and there's just so many like little things that I'd like, but I think in the end, I'd always, I'd always go back to just having a photograph. Like, to just have a photo of people, my friends and my family. That's cute. I swayed away from anything that could possibly be practical, <laughs> thinking that that would be more practical. So, like, either like a photo or maybe like my guitar or my ukulele as something to do. But I don't know. Pretty boring. I mean, Sam, it's quite lucky that recently you received a big book of messages and photos. 
It, that is true. I could take that with me. Yeah, that's true. However, that would be in books. Damn it. Okay, yeah. <laughs> that would be true. Yeah, I guess. Hey, maybe I'll take that video you made. Is that allowed? Can I take a video? Wouldn't that be in film and TV? No, because it's not a film or TV. It's a mini film. I don't know. It's up to you two. Would you allow me to take a video? How would that work? Yeah, but would you would you also be taking the item to access the video? Oh, well, that's what I'm asking. So, would you be taking your phone? Because your phone, your phone could have fo- your phone. Fo- your phone has photos of your family and friends. That's true. But I feel like that's a cheat again. I feel like that's cheating yeah. the system. And plus, if you run out of charge, no, I'll stick with. I'll just stick with a simple photograph, or like a page with photographs on it, and we'll just we'll just stick with that. Very good, Ruben. What would what would you say? Who would you who would you have who would you have photographs of? I'm I'm still on this. Who would you? What would you like? Would you like try and get a picture before you had to leave for the desert island? If we had warning. What, just get every single person that I like in my entire life in one photograph? Yeah. <laughs> that would be intense. Yeah. yeah it'd, be, it'd be like a Where's Wally. Yeah. <laughs> Where's Sam? Where's Scotty? No, I think I would I would get I would get everyone to send me like a picture of themselves on like a green screen doing a funny pose. And then I would then take a backdrop and like put everyone in one photo doing funny things. Very Honestly, nice. Honestly, that sounds brilliant. I think we should do that. <laughs> Yeah, I really do think we I should mean, do that. I mean, we could do that and sell it as, like, Christmas cards. I'm not bothered about selling it. I just want that in my life. That's fine by me. I'm I'm really into that. Face for, Where's Wally face for radio edition? Like, I want a Where's Wally of my of my friends. So, yeah. Big, big old green screen photo. That's what I've come to. I like that. I like that that's the conclusion. Ruben, what about you? Personal sentimental... Th- it's... For a while, I was like, it's got to be one of the instruments. Because otherwise, how are me and Lin Miranda going to write our songs? You know? Um, so so you, 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 you chose an instrument over Laney. So I've decided grand piano. What? Well, wait, what did you just say? You chose you chose an instrument over Laney. We're not allowed to choose people. See, actually, when I was talking to Laney earlier, um, when I was talking to Lainey earlier, I was like, what's like a sentimental item that I could bring with me? I'm thinking maybe one of the instruments. And Lainey said, you should say that you're going to bring me. And I said, but women aren't possessions, Lainey. Yeah. That is very true. That is very true. It's, I don't, I don't own her. And therefore I would feel bad treating her as my special item. (laughs) Although she is very personal and sentimental to me. Wait, Ruben, you have a girlfriend? Yeah, I was going to say, I was going to say. Yeah. I was waiting. I was waiting. I I realised that I'd been, I'd been chatting on for too long and not been interrupted (laughs) by it. And I was like, something's amiss. Um... Yeah, yeah. We were planning a day off from that, but we thought, now we can't, we can't let it slide. It simply cannot be done. So, what was your answer, Ruben? Well, I was thinking either. It depends on the kind of size of things that I'm allowed to bring, and so I've got like sort of size different. Because like, if it can take something huge, a piano, it's it's like my main instrument. It's what I'm good at playing. Um, it's what I'm used to. If it had to be a bit smaller than like the guitar or the ukulele, if I couldn't take an instrument. Because I then started thinking, because I was like, it's kind of obvious that I take an instrument. There's This is going to be, it's really soppy and gross. And you're going to say, wait, Ruben's got a girlfriend after it. And I know. But um, for our, I think it was for Christmas, uh, Lady made me a star map of um, of where the stars were over um, where I asked her to be my girlfriend, like on that, on that night. And I really like that. And every now and then I look at it and I'm just like, 
That's that's so cool. That is cool. That. Ew, coupley stuff. And I feel like I feel like I might take that if I if I couldn't take an instrument, or maybe I maybe ooh. I've just thought of this now. I'll tell you what, breakthrough. I'm going to take my guitar, but I'm going to attach the star map to it as like one of those stickers that you get. That is a hack. It's a hack. I've done it. I've won. I've hacked it. Thank you, Sam. Why, why me? I've been avoiding hacks this whole time. You brought Brett Grills to the island. That's not a hack. That's a legitimate choice. He's a person, Ruben. He might not be nice. He, he might suck, but he's still a person. I mean, technically it is a hack because he knows what to do. That's not a hack. You could have all chose this guy. Yeah. You were doing things to help you get out of the island. I was like, if I'm on the island, I might as well enjoy myself. Right, well, you wait for hacks next episode, Ruben, because you've got some big hacks coming your way. Oh, just you wait. I'm going to hack some stuff. Oh, Ruben, I'm going to hack you into the ground, boy. I'm going to hack the heck out of you. Hello again. I hope you guys are all enjoying the episode. Just a quick note in the middle here to let you know again that today's episode is brought to you by our new sponsor, Clarks. Fun fact, did you know Clark's story began almost 200 years ago now when Cyrus and James Clark made a slipper from sheepskin? At the time, it was groundbreaking, as you can imagine, but a combination of invention and craftsmanship has remained at the heart of what Clark's does ever since. From the very beginning, Clark's has always thought differently. Brilliant ideas are just what set them apart. We here at Face for Radio are teaming up with them this week and Podgo to bring you up to 30% off select items, including the iconic... Clark's Desert Boot by going to podgo.co slash Clark's. That's podgo.co slash Clark's. I hope you enjoy the episode. Scotty, what did you choose, my boy? Um, I, I, choo- I, cho- I choose. I chose. <laughs> I chose a, a blanket. Sure. There we go. That's it. A specific blanket? Yeah, it was the first one that I ever received as a baby. You strike me as the kind of kid who would have had a blanket with them at all times and would refuse to let it go. I still do. <laughs> like like Leo Bloom in uh, in The Producers when he's got the little blue blanket that he carries with him all the time. Literally, it is currently next to me on my desk. It was made by... Well, my mum used to be an au pair and she used to work in America as a nanny. And when I was born, the woman who she worked for, who is now a very good family friend... She knitted the blanket and sent it over from the States as my first ever comfort blanket. And even though it's a bit, like, tattered and torn, it's the one item in my room that I know I can never get rid of. That makes sense. But yeah, I just like it. I just like it. It makes me me feel happy and wholesome, even though chances are it is probably now smaller than my hand or my arm. (laughs) So it won't be it won't be much comfort, but it'll it, it'll be nice to have a bit of home somewhere. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cute. Oh, I like that. That's sweet. That's nice. I was originally going to say my keys because I'm always worried about where my keys are. So at least I know I'd always have them with me. But that, that in reality, that isn't going to help. So yeah, yeah, that would be beyond useless. Yeah. Well, I suppose the keys are metal, so I could like use it to start fires. But yeah, that's it. Well. And also, they are quite sharp. Some keys. Yeah, but you could just choose a knife. Yeah, but that's practical, not sentimental. But your keys... Okay. Well, I've not chosen the keys, have I? No, I guess you haven't. It was a a funny joke that didn't go down well, Sam. That's why. Ruben chose keys. (laughs) So at least one of you did. I mean, he didn't. He chose strings. He didn't. He chose piano keys. No, he he, he chose a guitar with a, a star map on. I'm sure he said he wanted a piano. 
Oh yeah, I I've, I considered a piano briefly, but like it's cumbersome, isn't it? How would I get it there? I mean, how would you get there? You just fall out of a plane. Easy. Yeah, and imagine the piano falling out of a plane. Yeah, and you, and you think the piano is naturally going to follow Ruben's descent down and not go straight into the sea. All of these items have their own parachutes. It's fine. Between me and the piano, one of us is going to survive that fall, and it's not me. Right, I'm, right hang on. I, lo- I love how the, the items have got more safety than we do. They've got parachutes. We've got free fall. We've got parachutes. Or maybe maybe you guys actually... Maybe you guys don't have parachutes. I was just more prepared because I came with Bear. Well, Burgrills wouldn't need a parachute. He'd probably make one out of, like, a, a, a piece of, like, tissue paper. No, he'd have one. I would have just cut the strings before he landed. Oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> That's getting cut. That, took a dark that was turn. darker than I thought dark, it was going to be. I'm so turn. sorry. That's getting cut. The threat of murder. Wow. So should we Scotty or Naughty then? <laughs> I once cut Burgrills parachute strings. <laughs> I've got some. Um, I've got some answers for this. The the common answers. Yeah, go for it. Go for it. It's not really a surprise, but a photo of the family was a the com- most common answer, yeah. with um, yeah. fourteen out of the thirty people saying. So that one overwhelmingly. But I think I think as a group effort here today, we've come up with a much better idea of a, a green screen photo. Oh yeah, everyone. the green screen photo has to happen now. We have to get it arranged. The the, <laughs> the funny answer I received was a box of chocolates. To which I said, how would they help? Because they would melt. And the person responded with, oh, yeah, Chapman. (laughs) That was a a funny answer. Fantastic. Proud of you. Didn't specify what box of chocolates they chose, but either way, it wouldn't have helped in the long haul. I guess not. But then again, it wouldn't be nice to have a box of chocolates. Yeah. There's there's just no point in specifying which box of chocolates, because either way, you never know what you're going to get. Here's one though. If no, oh, shut up. Um, <laughs> well, that, that was that was really aggressive. That was like that, that was just, that was like a teacher just had enough of the class. It was like <laughs> honestly, I I enjoyed that a lot because like Ruben, like you, you do strike me as like 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 a, a supply teacher who just can't control the class. What Erwin? Yeah, well, technically, <laughs> you were saying Ruben. Um. I, I honestly can't remember because I was too just <laughs> impacted by that joke. Um, you were too raging. What were we talking about? What were we on about? <laughs> Boxes of chocolates, and then Sam made a joke, and you got ang- you got angry. You 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 threw a tantrum. If you were going to take a box of chocolates to a desert island, what what chocolates would it be? Lind- Lindor's. Oh, Lindor, hundred percent. Oh, not heroes. It's got to be heroes. Heroes? No, it's Lindor. <laughs> Shorts. Lindor's. Oblate spheroid. Oblate spheroid. <laughs> Guys, we're veering. We are. We are veering off to the left. We're swerving into the into the barricade. We are veering we quite are far, heading um, down the verge in the pits of despair. The only thing that could possibly bring us back onto the track right now is a fantastic Scotty on I. <laughs> my old job at the theatre I became the champion arm wrestler of the met all of the staff naughty naughty naff off I've not finished (laughs) (laughs) however three years ago I lost my title after losing an arm wrestle with a celebrity performer was it Joe McEldry? It was not Joe McEldry. Well, that was my question. And that's your one question well done. However, he was at the theatre the week before this event Ruben? That was your question, was it, Joe? So it's all down to me to get any more information out of Scott then. Did you I mean, lose Sammy, an arm you, wrestle you against Joe McEldry? Ruben off here. Uh, 
Scott, you know what? Um, because I feel like I don't want to go. I don't. I don't want to go too ham on the amount of questions. I feel like I do want to keep it within some parameters. I think I'm going to go for three. That's yeah, fine. That's, that's fine. The first question. Wait, Ruben, Ruben, ask if it was the, the magic double act. What are they called? DNA, is it? DNA. That me and you saw at Edgehill University. Ask if it was ask if it was them. Ask if it was them, Ruben. I'm not gonna do that. Scott, who was it? It was the actor Darren Day. I don't want this to count as one of my one of my questions, but who? Didn't you, I? I thought you said celebrity performer. I mean, he is. I mean, he's 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 West End performer, it's... mate. <laughs> yeah, well, I've never heard of him. Why were you arm wrestling Darren Day? Well, Darren Day was doing a performance of Rita Sue and Bob, which is a comedy film from the eighties, and they made it a stage performance, and he was playing Bob, and. Earlier that day, uh, one of the customers mistook me for him when I went into work. And at the end of that day, we were all going for a drink in the bar. And Jimmy, who was like a guy I worked with, he said, you should do an arm wrestle with Darren Day. And if he wins, then you've completely lost your title as the arm wrestle champion. And I said, I'm not doing that. And he said, well, it would be funny to see you arm wrestling with somebody who you apparently look like. And I said, yes, that would be quite funny, but I don't want to do it. So Jimmy went over to Darren, who was having a drink with the rest of the cast, and said, that lad over there by the bar is challenging you to an arm wrestle, and completely dropped me in it, and I had no way of preparing whatsoever. And I went over. he went over to me, sorry, and said, apparently you think you can beat me in an arm wrestle. I was like, no. And he said, I think, but I think it's worth testing to see if you can. So I, I was therefore sat down on a table by the rest of the crew and I had to do an arm wrestle with him just to see who would win. And unfortunately, he won. Ah, devastated. Yeah, but the fact is that that has now followed me around work now. Every time I walk past somebody, they will always say, you're right, Darren, or that for no reason whatsoever. And they will always remind me the fact that I lost an arm wrestle and lost my championship, which I held on for a year. It's horrible. It's, it's a very intense story, Scott, I'm not going to lie. I know. I'm, I, honestly, I, I was very hesitant on writing it on the list, but I thought, no, it would be quite funny to bring it up and have, be roasted by it, which you're not doing, which I'm appreciating. <laughs> so, any more questions? No, nah, I think I'm good. I think, I think I'm satiated on that. Satiated, okay. I don't know what that means. <laughs> okay. Like I'm sat I'm satisfied. It's satisfied, okay. Sam, any more questions? Satisfied. No, I had my one. I mean technically Ruben's still got two more to go, because he only asked the one of the three. You know what, I'm actually I'm okay with that one. I think If it's any help if it's any help, lads, this was in two thousand seventeen. What mo- what month? Oh, it would have been April? April or May. It's a memory that is still embedded in my mind, so I'm not gonna forget it anytime soon. Are you ready to guess? Yeah, go on, why not? So, Sam, is this a Scotty or a Notty? I haven't decided yet. Do you want to ask a question? <laughs> no, I remember you talking about being confused for Darren Day. I'm always confused, mate. I've got like a... I've got like a... No, no, I, I remember you telling me about a customer thinking you were Darren Day. It's on, it's on, I'm just going to say, it's on the list of the 37 people I've been told I resemble. So, it's definitely there. But whether you were arm wrestle champion, I don't think... 
Give me like 30 seconds. Oh, God, okay. Ruben, you've got more questions to ask. Go. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm going to say Scotty. You're saying Scotty? Because I'm, sure, I'm pretty sure you've told me about someone at work calling you Darren. Right, okay. And I, I, might, I might be lying. I'm just. Cool. I'm going to say this also now. Darren Day is the same age as Jeremy Renner. So there's two fifty-year-old men that I've been told I look like before the age of twenty-one. It's so scary. Uh, okay. Um, I love how serious you're taking this, Sam. It's brilliant. It's like, I'm just. I'm remembering parts of the story, but I'm not sure if you're making up other parts, like embellishing other parts. I mean, it's a fifty-fifty, mate. <laughs> Either I am or I'm not. I, I'm going to go out on a limb and say the opposite of Ruben again. I think it's naughty. I think you were mistaken for him, but I don't think the arm wrestling thing is true. Okay, so Ruben, you're saying it's true, yeah? I am. And Samuel saying it's not. Yeah. Well, well done, Samuel, because it is not true. Damn it, he's back in the lead. I have, however, been mistaken for Darren Day. However, I have never once won an arm wrestling championship in my yeah. life. I knew it. I knew it. Very close to winning if we ever did one, but I don't think I would win overall. <laughs> so yeah, that's not that's not true. Who's who's harder than you at your work? I mean, I, I mean, I, I'm I'm stage crew, and there's a lot of tough blokes on that in that job. So I can't, there's no way I'm winning. Yeah. One of them, one of, one of them's a pro wrestler. I'm not winning. <laughs> I do, I, I do it, and I break my arm. Yeah, you'd get murdered. But yeah, well done, Sam. You got that right. Thank you very much, boy. I think with all of that being said. We're going to have to say our dues. I'm going to suggest, uh, once we've done the traditional goodbyes, would you like me to play you out with the song that I just wrote about the tools in my Swiss Army knife? I would absolutely love you to do that. I had completely forgotten about that, and I'm now really excited. <laughs> just let me, check, let me check them in tune. And I will also guarantee to the viewers, we haven't stopped or paused. <laughs> so whatever he's prepared, it's been during the time you've listened to us. <laughs> to be honest, that Scotty or not, he did go on for about five hours. <laughs> this right here is the man with all the lists. It's a goodbye from Scott Copeland. I would like to say goodbye to Sam, Reuben, Laney, Sam's mum, Reuben's mum and dad, my mum, my sister, my dog, and all the viewers who are on each individual list. Goodbye. Bold of you to assume my parents listen to the podcast there, Scott. It's wishful thinking, Reuben. Yeah. Somebody's got to download them. It's fine, <laughs> I'll, I'll pass your regards on to them. And this is... Just yet another excuse from Ruben Austin. So sorry I'm late, guys. Uh, goodbye. Oh, good. And as usual, it is not goodbye from me. It is never goodbye. This is just to see you later on the next episode of Face for Radio if you'd like to take us out, Ruben. Toothpick for getting food out of my teeth Big knife for cutting things that won't be in the winter Fish got a gut in what I caught in the reef Tweezers for getting rid of splinters Corkscrew for getting corks out of the wine Bottle opener for when I find some booze Nail file for when my claws look a little feline And a tool for getting stones out of a horse's hooves There you go From all of us, it is a good week and a good night and see you later. Take care, guys. See you, suckers. Have a good week and night. <laughs> <laughs>